VIP listeners, you are now on the mark. Thank you for joining us for our 2018 New Year's show. It's going to be a recap show of sorts. We're going to run through the top 2018 on the mark moments. We're going to look forward and look into 2019 to see what we got lined up personally for the show and anything else we could kind of conjure up regarding the new year in 2019. Benny, 2018 was a strong campaign. Yeah, it was a very strong campaign by us. Kind of flew by, if you ask me. But they feel like they all fly by at this point, don't they, Marky? Yeah, they really do. Sometimes it feels like there's not enough hours in the day to accomplish really what we're trying to accomplish here. Yeah, I totally agree with you. But I mean, I think 2018 was a tremendous stepping stone for not only us personally, but us professionally. Yeah, the the trajectory of this brand continues to aim upwards. It's very exciting. And we couldn't be doing this without the loyal, loyal VIP listeners. Oh, absolutely. They're our lifeblood, baby. Yep. And you know, isn't it exciting when we're out and about doing these coffee reviews and people acknowledge them and say, oh, are you here for a review? We watch them on Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. We say one thing about us here for On The Mark and they just turn a t- different tone. Yeah. They yeah. roll. We get the they red They get a spark retreat. in their eyes. <laughs> they do. And man, 2019 is going to be a good year. Positivity. Let's continue that theme. We push that positive energy, and you usually get some pretty positive results. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think 2019 is going to be our year, baby. Now, when you reflect on 2018, what are the moments throughout the year that really struck you? I got a few. Well, I mean, it's hard not to go back towards the beginning when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I know I'm not an Eagles fan, but that one certainly struck out for me, their first official Super Bowl win. Yeah, and of course you you would go sports. How about peace in Korea? We never thought that was going to happen. We had an impending war with Korea, according to our media. Now we had denuclearization happening there. That shocked me a little bit, and it's a good shock. Yeah, well, God bless Dennis Rodman. I mean, he's really the one that fixed all of that thing. Yeah. Speaking of Dennis Rodman, did you see what he got Post Malone as a Christmas gift this year? I didn't even know they were friends. What did he get him? An Olive Garden gift card fitting an olive garden gift card that he was keeping for him in his sock very fitting very fitting yeah the video of that one's quite entertaining the stocking stuffer dennis rodman literally now continue 2018 themes here things that really stuck out i'll say this the um kevin hart removal from the you know from being the host of the academy awards that's pretty unprecedented yeah, personally, I didn't even know about it. I don't pay attention to some of that stuff, but you, you kept me in the loop. It was a little shocking. Yeah, I mean, being selected to host that award show is a, is a big honor and a big, a big deal for one's career. Sure. Well, in 2032, when we get selected to host it, be prepared for a couple questionable tweets that I had in college that might come back to haunt us. Of course. Now, that's what I wanted to tease with the On The Mark Academy Awards episode that we're going to do. Sure. We're going to be giving out our own movie awards this season. And, uh, gang, you got to look forward to that. That's going to be a nice little episode uh, in 2019. Yeah, we have had a lot of invitations to a lot of famous people. I'm hoping they can attend. And uh, it should be a marvelous night, a real 
true spectacular. Yeah, it, it will be. Spectacle, I think, is the word I was looking for. No, people will call it a spectacular. The show at uh, Radio City Music Hall that they do every year annually is the Christmas Spectacular. It, it reminds me of one of those uh, diabetes, diabetes things that you were talking about. Right. Yeah, there's that, that's it's a little different, but yeah, the, there's some parallels there. Sure. On pronunciation and word usage. Other 2018 big events. Hmm. Globally, nationally. Entertainment, sports, politics. What else did 2018 offer? I feel like there were some natural disasters that I remember happening yeah. throughout the world. And I kept seeing a stat that, you know, something along the lines of we've had about a dozen, one every 500 year natural disasters in the last year or something along those yeah. lines. Now, I, I would question have any of them occurred over the last 500 years, or what we all do for them, um, that I'm not sure of. But either way, those kind of stuck out to me a little on a more negative note. Okay. How about Twitter increasing the character limit? Okay. Substantial in this day and age. Sure. The Snapchat update. That killed Snapchat. Oh, it the took death me of, forever. Let's just say the death of Snapchat. It literally took me forever to upgrade, and I didn't even mean to do it. I accidentally just clicked it on my way down and didn't think about it until I opened up and went, ah, uh, what did I do? Yeah, I usually do the update all, so I... Yeah, I uh, I gotta say, I use Snapchat a lot less. I pay attention to other people's Snapchats a lot less. Of course, it was. It killed, it killed the app. Yeah. It's done, and mm -hmm. it was an up-and-comer. Sure. About five new iPhones came out. Oh, yeah. In 2018. Yeah, and of course, I got my new iPhone the day before they announced all of those. So. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, got to love that. Sports gambling legalized. Yeah, got to enjoy that. In fact, I was just telling you how much I almost don't enjoy that because now you got a bunch of Joe Schmoes at every bar that has $25 bets in. Yeah. And always on the other side of me. Yeah. Always against me. Yeah. And they're just living and dying with that 25 bucks on the line. Yeah, man. They're treating it like it's their last 25 bucks on earth. Mm-hmm. Benny, punch in the on-the-mark database. 2018 celebrity deaths. Who did we lose in 2018? Well, we lost the relationship of Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. Yeah, we lost that. We lost um, George H.W. Bush. Yeah, sure. We lost... Bill Cosby to the prison system. We lost Mac Miller. Mac Miller, of course, speaking of Ariana Grande. Yeah. Oh, XXX Tentacion. Sure. We lost the guy that created SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah, the creator of SpongeBob. P. Diddy's ex wife. That doesn't count. I mean, you know, God rest her soul, but for this list, that doesn't count. Stan Lee. Stan Lee, of course. The legendary course. Stan Lee. Paul Allen. Paul Allen, the owner of the Seahawks and the, uh, what was he, a Microsoft, Microsoft guy, yep. CEO guy. Yeah, one of the founders. Yeah. One of our all-time favorites, Burt Reynolds. Of course, Burt Reynolds died right around the time where I was doing all those Boogie Nights posts. Mm -hmm. Where our, our um, arts department was superimposing my head on Burt Reynolds' character in yeah. Boogie Nights. Gotta love that. Hopefully that's not a bad omen. Uh, might have been. Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. The Queen of Soul. John McCain. Yeah, John McCain. The King of Soul. 
All right, now if you remember last year on our New Year's episode, we did a, a Deadpool. Now, I don't think we hit on any. I don't believe so. But now it's time to set up the 2019 Deadpool. Okay, I like it. Put our money where our mouth is, man. I said we'll do two names each. Okay. Last year I had Eminem. And we did lose more rappers this year than ever before. I just didn't hit on Eminem. I don't want to say ever before, but you get my drift. There was a few rappers who died this year. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, look, and Mac Miller, I mean, not that he's Eminem, but he's a white rapper. I mean, shit. You were close. I'm kind of close. All right. My 2019 Deadpool. My first selection will be all-time basketball legend, Bill Russell. Oh, no. That's, you know, you're not getting amazing odds on that one. He's a little old. He's one of those bigger men, so tough. They yeah, tend to giant have syndrome. Yeah, they tend to have, you know, organs that are just bigger than they're supposed to be. I mean, he's a legend. I would be sad. He's cool. But I don't know if you're far off on that one. Okay. Yeah, you're right about that. The odds wouldn't be fantastic by any means. No, you're paying out at about 12 to 1. But he's not an overweight guy. No. He has no health concerns reported. No. You know, you're out on a limb, but not a... Uh, a long life. Right. Sure. Benny's really giving this some thought here. I'm looking for him to throw a name out. He's looking up in the sky. You might think we're on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Hey, I just want to hit this one out of the park, man. I really want to knock this one dead. Okay, yeah. Uh, he's right. You know, you might think, you know, Benny, nobody expects you to be right here. Yeah, like you didn't think for three minutes before you threw out that. Well, name. what were you doing when I was thinking? Yeah, I lost the name I was thinking of. That's what <laughs> I was doing. All right, you went a little older. I'm going to go a little older to start off. I'm not going to go too extreme. I think we lose one of the remaining two Beatles. I think Paul McCartney gone in wow. 2019. Wow. Yeah, sure. I could see that, too. And that's probably another, like, 12 to 1 piece. Yeah, yeah. You're not paying out crazy amounts. But he's another guy uh, in relatively good shape. Sure. You know. Yeah. Big money, so you know he has the best doctors. Absolutely. I just feel like Ringo is the one that lives the longest out of those four. Okay, sure. Yeah, why not? I mean, for all we know. I'll return with... Barbara Streisand. Okay. Sure. Well, Babs would be missed. For sure. I just think of the South Park episode. One of the early ones that she was on. That she was personally on? Uh, I don't think she was personally <laughs> on it, but you know, the, they put her on it. Mm hmm. I'll say this. I got one more while you're pondering, Benny. And I'd be remiss to say it. And this would be the worst odds. This this would be worse than 12 to 1. And I hope I'm wrong because I love the guy. One of my all-time favorite people. Tommy Lasorda. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he definitely is on his last leg. But I love Tommy too. And, you know, Tommy made it long for a heavy set kind of guy. For yeah. a pudgy kind of guy. Absolutely. Good for him. What an, what an icon. 
Now here's one I got uh, I feel pretty confident with although I might I don't, most people might think I'm crazy Lou Ferrigno Okay, the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, definitely had his run-in with steroids in the past. Definitely, you know, his heart has gone through the ringer. Yeah. Uh, I could just see him being one of those guys that dies at an early age. Did my Bill Russell pick inspire that? No. I I just, you know, something about Lou Ferrigno seems like one of those guys that we lose too soon. Yeah, he's a little beat up. Yeah, and ironic enough, as I looked up Lou Ferrigno, and I didn't make my pick because of this. I see Lou Ferrigno hospitalized after receiving pneumonia shot. Yeah, so, I mean, you know. if a pneumonia shot's putting him in in, the, in a hospital bed, hey, what else may? Uh, yeah, you know, so we'll see what comes to that. I'm sure he'll make it past the pneumonia shot, but we'll see. I could just see. Yeah, he's staggering. I could see Lou being one of those guys that goes down. I, I can too. I can too. It's not... All our picks were relatively realistic in some regard. Were uh, fathomable. Yeah. I'll say that. Absolutely. Maybe, you know, shit. Pete Davidson could be in that pool. Sure, but right now it's a sexy pick. Yeah, exactly. Uh, People are expecting him to hit that point. Yeah. Maybe you could throw like a Tracy Morgan in there or... Okay. Yeah, one of those... Yeah. Cedric the Entertainer I mean, I think Tracy Morgan got uh, hit by a bus or was in a massive car accident already. Okay. And sued and won big. Um, Yeah, I could see that. Sure. Why not? (laughs) Hopefully we're wrong, though, on all accounts. I really hope so, too. Hopefully nobody we know dies. Uh, Yeah. Um, And that's one of the things about the New Year's. We always reminisce... And about, you know, the year that just passed by and the years, really, that have passed by. And you look forward to hopefully better times. Sure. And, uh, of course, we remember all that we lost in 2018. Everybody that we lost, we do remember them. Now our top 10 on the mark 2018 moments, Benny. Cue the music. Number 10. Our weirdly vulgar Twitter spat with 97.5 The Fanatic talk show host Aton Shander, a guy who was lower down the scale at the station, but had his own show. And we respectfully disagreed with something on Twitter with him. Sports related. He went all up in arms. He went nuclear. As if Aton operates under the premise that nobody will ever have a different opinion on something than him. Sure. He went nuclear. We went nuclear. Yeah, we came at him. The VIP listeners went at him Mm -hmm. and other people got involved going at him. Yeah. During this vulgar spat, Benny Spielberg, the visionary that he is in many ways, said, I guarantee you that your bosses discuss firing you or removing you from the station. Frequently. Frequently. Yeah. Looking to improve the quality of the shows on the station. Yeah. Because definitely his show was not bringing in interest. No. His show was a filler show. Yes. 
In fact, he's lucky we followed him. Mm -hmm. He's lucky we acknowledged him. Agreed. Long story short, a month and a half to two months after Benny Spielberg laid that one on him, he was then fired, removed from the show, and cried about it and tried to play the victim role on Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when we were arguing back and forth, he made some comment about how who has time for one of our sports shows, to which, you know, I replied, says the guy who has a sports talk show. So why would... With painfully low ratings. Yeah, so why (laughs) would you make a comment like who the hell would want to... Who has time to listen to something like that? Yeah. When that's what you're putting out, if not a worse version of what you're putting out. Right. So... It was one of these things I just had to tell him. Are you going to tell your bosses that when they're firing you? Right. And, you know, he had the arrogance to not understand that that was coming. But we saw that he was not going to last. And you didn't say it hypothetically like that. No. You said, I guarantee you that your Mm -hmm. bosses discuss firing you frequently. Frequently. And we're, this this list isn't going to be full of negativity. And I almost hate to stoop to the level to include him on that list. But it was just a, a great forecast of things that, at least to myself and Benny, are crystal clear. Absolutely. Well, what else is crystal clear, Benny, that we've been saying from day one, and it was part of the reason we started this show, we're ahead of the curve on so many things. Agreed. As many of you know, we did a couple great shows from a bar here in South Philadelphia. One where we had 97.5 talk show host Anthony Gargano in-house with us. Mm-hmm. And Anthony came on the show again after that. Multiple times, I believe. Yeah. And long story short, that bar now regularly has 97.5 The Fanatic shows there. Now, we're not a part of those shows. No. But we beat the big boys to it again. Yeah, absolutely. You know. And that's just something we regularly do. But number nine on this list is having Anthony, a nationally respected guy, join us for great lengthy sports conversation. Ant, thanks for joining us, man. I love it. Look at this setup, man. It's diamond. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys... You guys do it the right way. You're making us feel good over oh, here. Oh, it's, it's way better. Your setup is way better in the studio. First of all, I, I got to look over Mifflin Street, which I love Mifflin Street. Sure. All right. So it's great. I mean, we got your TV, your flat, your, your flat screen. <laughs> it's beautiful. They call that South Philly Times Square out yeah. here. <laughs> Makes sense, right? Yeah, that was a wonderful time. It was great that he did that with us, and uh, it was an experience. Absolutely. I loved it. It was great conversation. Like I said, we don't always talk uh, sports. We're not a sports talk show. Yeah. But when it's time to talk sports, when we want to, when we have the guests that want to, when the content is there, Mm -hmm. we deliver it, and we deliver it with the best in the business. I agree. So it's just that simple, gang. Number eight. The SVP Twitter feud. Now, I know we're going back to Twitter here. But it was a very interesting thing. This started over two years ago, but it culminated last year. He mocked the guests that we had on our show at the time. We were just having local friends, 
family, whatever, join us for great conversation. But then we start delivering a slew of ex-athletes and journalists and comedians, and we were essentially sure to let Mr. Van Pelt know that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, guys don't know, um, Van Pelt hosts the Big Time Sports Center, the 11 o'clock Sports Center, or 12 o'clock Sports Center, rather, on ESPN, if any of you still watch. And he does do a nice job with it. Yeah, I still love SVP, but, you know, we had a bit of a beef with him, and that's all right. Yep. And essentially, he said, guys, we're peers. We're not rivals. He says he wants to see us succeed. That's how that ended, gang. Mm -hmm. I'd like to say we're on pretty good terms with Scott Van Pelt. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to see him in person and bring it up to him one day. I would, too, because that was something that went on for a while. He took a stab at us when we weren't even talking to him. We were talking that's to Dan thing. Lebitard. Yeah, he so, came at us. Yeah, so that's what made it kind of fascinating. Mm-hmm. But it ended in positivity. Yeah, absolutely. Number seven on the list. Having Super Bowl legend, Raiders icon, USC alum, Rod Martin join us on Super Bowl week. Sure. What a special moment that was, especially for me as a Raiders fan, as a guy who grew up being shown highlights of Rod Martin's Super Bowl heroics, Mm -hmm. the great conversations we had with him off the show. Yeah. How cool he really is. He's an OG, and he played in the best era of the NFL, and he was very gracious to join us, and that was a phenomenal show where a lot of people in L.A. and Oakland and California listened, which was very cool, and just something we thoroughly enjoyed, and I know he did too. Only so many legends when it comes to the Super Bowl, and Rod Martin's absolutely one of them. It was unbelievable having that man on. A real special moment, Marky. Yep. I mean, he was the guy who was on the cover of Sports Illustrated after the Raiders won it all. Gotta love that. And you know, at the time, Sports Illustrated, that was, yeah, that was the big thing. Yeah. You know, we have some younger listeners so that they may not know that you're the Eagles slayer. You're, you're, you're the Ron Jaworski slayer. Ron Jaworski remembers your name, Rod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were his leading receiver that day. <laughs> yeah. His third leading receiver, Mark. <laughs> so, listen, for, for, our, for our listeners who don't know, Rod Martin picked off Ron Jaworski three times in the Super Bowl, leading to a major Raiders route. And he is the record holder to this day, right, Rod? Yes, I am. And that will, that will not be broken. Mark, I never thought it would last this long, man. Really? Uh, you know, back in the, we had a couple guys to get two of them in the, two interceptions in two separate games, and uh, you know, I was watching them intently. Uh huh. <laughs> sure. They go, somebody gonna get that third one, you know, to tie me, but. No, it hasn't happened yet, man. Now, now, and, to beat, and to beat me, Mark, they got to get four. Uh-huh, that's right. And they don't have the, the big hands that you got. And, uh, this, you know what I mean? Yes, this is true, bro. Number six on the list, having baseball icon Brett Boone join us. Boonie! We got the guy, Benny. As a returning guest and our MLB insider. And we had him join us during the Yankees playoff run. Mm-hmm. And our opening day episode, which was very fun. Brett is outspoken. He's hilarious, and he does he doesn't bite his tongue on these 
topics that we talk about here. No, He's a natural fit here at On The Mark. Yeah, that's what we love about Booney. He's a great guy, awesome person to have on and talk really whatever, but obviously baseball with. Absolute legend. I mean, that was a childhood hero of mine, so to have him on multiple times was really awesome. No question about it. Because I tried to t- tell my kids for years, I said, you know what? When it's all said and done, on the way to you know your little league game, there's nothing better than a sausage McMuffin with egg. As oh, boring as it may sound, God, McDonald's. That sounds good, man. And for years, they <laughs> no, we don't like McDonald's. You know, they grew up in a different era than we did. Oh, we were wow. kids. Oh, when we got to go to McDonald's. That was like a treat. Yeah. Now they're hooked on those, but they like the Starbucks oh, sausage egg sandwich just as much. Where so, have uh, we gone as a country? Number five, having Sophie Julia join us, who had a big, big presence with Barstool when they did those YouTube series where they would go into athletes' houses. Mm -hmm. She was hilarious. She joined us multiple times. We're glad to have her as a friend of the show. Those episodes got big numbers. In fact, I would say, or she would say, which she did say on her podcast, that we pushed her to create her own podcast. Yeah. And that was a cool moment to help other people and produce her first podcast Mm -hmm. with Feidelberg from Barstool. Very cool. I mean, obviously something that we were very proud to help her with and do. And, I mean, it was just an awesome girl to have in our corner. No question about it. Speaking of another girl, globally famous porn superstar, now retired, Mia Khalifa, who translated that from the porn industry, transitioned into, like, sports and entertainment Mm -hmm. industry. And, uh... Very nice of her to come on, especially at a time where she was trying to launch her own content, her own TV shows, podcasts, etc. In fact, she joined us a week before she went on Lance Armstrong's podcast. Yeah, very So, cool. you know, we're doing podcasts with people that Lance Armstrong are trying to get. Yeah. And we're, uh, we're loving it, and we had a good conversation. It was funny. She was reserved, but she really didn't know what to expect when she came on the mark. Sure. She knew the types of crazy stuff we could talk about, but I promised her we weren't going to really take it there. Well, she's a cultural icon, man, and it was awesome to have that girl on. It's one of those names that when we say her name to people, of all types of people, their ears perk up. No question about it. Now, what made you start exposing all these athletes that hit you up on Twitter in your DMs or Instagram? I don't like it titled boys. Okay. All right. Was Embiid's clapback the best ever? Or was oh, there... absolutely. Absolutely. That was gold. Were you even laughing? Yeah, I'm the one. The reason it got attention is because I posted it on Twitter and then it got like 15,000 retweets. I was like, hell yes, this is amazing. Thank you. Number four on the list. Having former Galloping Gobbler Thanksgiving Day Award winner Julius Jones on the show. The week of Notre Dame's big game against USC. The week of Thanksgiving. We love having former athletes like that on the show that are, um, you know, accredited guys that have had major accomplishments. Julius was awesome. He told me that uh, on Thanksgiving Eve when we were out that it was the best interview we ever had. He would love to come back on the show sometime. And Benny, I think we can easily agree that we can't wait to have him back on. 
Oh, absolutely, Marky. Another childhood hero of mine. I mean, big Cowboys fan. So how could I not love having Julius Jones on? I mean, that was a guy I remember when he got drafted. I remember his whole career. Very cool to have him on. And it was even cooler how awesome he is. Yes. And, you know, let me just say with this number four moment here, all of the Thanksgiving week content. Yes. We gave three great episodes because we like to give people holiday content Mm -hmm. because it's limited in the podcast world. Yeah. You can't get a ton of holiday-specific content. Other places take off yes, for the holidays. Yes, exactly. We delivered three great podcasts. That Thanksgiving podcast was unbelievable. It took you to the parade. It took you to chilling in your living room, mm-hmm. uh, BSing with friends and family. Then it maybe even took you to the bar on Thanksgiving Eve. You know what I mean? Absolutely. We, it was just tremendous production value. And not to mention the Thanksgiving blogs we also had that week. And the coffee reviews. Yeah, it was a true masterpiece, I was calling it. I really feel like that was a blockbuster episode for us. And, you know, obviously everything else we did that week was tremendous as well. But especially that Thanksgiving episode, uh, what a what a masterpiece that was. Yes, no question about it. An episode that if nobody had heard our show before, I would say just... Give this episode a listen. I know it's not Thanksgiving. Give this episode a listen to see what the production value and conversation is like on the mark. Absolutely. I mean, I'm proud of everything we put out, but that one especially is one of the most proud, one of the more prouder ones we've yep. ever put out. Favorite alcoholic beverage? Uh, Jameson. Jameson. Neat? Yeah. Okay. Neat. Right. Yes. Gotta be neat. Yes. I gotcha. All right. Gotta be neat. All right. I said, the black Irish man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, is that what you were black, telling him at Notre black Dame? Black Irish. <laughs> That's awesome. Number two on the list, the Tilted Kilt Saga. We did an unbelievable show at the Tilted Kilt. We had a big turnout, and the people that were there coincidentally gravitated towards the show. It was a tremendous episode. Hot girls all over the place. Mm-hmm. Howard Stern type conversation. Yeah. The, uh, the bartenders, the waitresses, the hostesses couldn't wait to get on the show. Guests wanted to join us. But man, that content got a little too X-rated. And the suits at the Tilted Kilt were up in arms. They demanded we took take down the episode. After they gave us no guidelines, really, whatsoever. No. And, of course... When we put in our man hours, we don't remove episodes without major, major compensation. Yeah, absolutely. We weren't going to take that down. And at the end of the day, we don't think it should be taken down. Nothing that was said while it was outrageous and it was slightly raunchy. Nothing we said was over the top. Or or, 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 or never heard before. Yeah, or just in bad taste. Yeah. Everything was, you know, in good taste. There was nothing political, nothing racial, nothing. It was Howard Stern-ish. I know, and everyone Honestly, seemed to enjoy it. it was probably a step down from Howard Stern-ish. Sure. It wasn't even that, that vulgar. I agree. And at the end of the day, not only did we enjoy ourselves, but clearly the waitresses and the bartenders and all enjoyed themselves too because when we left, apparently we heard there was some of this, why'd they want to talk to her? Why wouldn't they talk to me? Why didn't I get asked to do it? sort of thing yeah a jealousy thing amongst the, the the hot staff there yeah and hey look not to mention we're not cheapskates we had a pretty big tab there we sure. paid we tipped yeah our people that came they were drinking uh-huh. Man, 
we had guys drinking uh, whiskey neat. We people were having a ball. We bought about we brought about half the people to the bar. And then it just grew from that moment. Mm-hmm. And that was a special day. Yeah, it was. And a little update, gang. We've since been invited back, and we uh, is, will explore that opportunity for certain. Yeah, can't wait for that one. Our epic return. Yes, our triumphant return. There you go. I must have made a reference to loving this, you know, loving, you know, a thong. This girl, I must have, and you know, I've, do, I've done some outrageous shit with girls, like, I'll grab the thong and I'll, you know, I'll, uh, floss your teeth. I'll, no, I'll get the girl, I'll get the thong and I'll, like, wrap it around the girl's throat and choke her with the thong as I'm fucking her. No, I enjoy that and, move too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've done it where I've stuffed it in her mouth and gagged her while I'm fucking her. <laughs> I'm fucking her they with enjoy the that. I'm yeah. not even kidding, man. It's like you're, it's like the preakness. I'm or, not even you know, Kentucky <laughs> Derby. Number one on the list, and this is a little dual faceted here, guys. The Freddie Prince Jr. episode. The guy is just a great dude, number one. And I don't say that for the sake of saying it, just because he came on the show. Great guy. He was a figure of many of our our childhood movies. Everybody was familiar with him on, on one way or another. All those great 90s teen movies that he was in. The interests he has in sports. The interests he has in the WWE, being that he worked for them for all those years. The interests he just has in living a healthy lifestyle. Yes. Positivity. Laid back, respectful, cool. He's got all the traits that we try to connect ourselves with, really. Absolutely. Freddie Prince is all time, man. I mean, that had to have been number one to get him on. He's by far my favorite guest that we've had on, and that's not to say anything negative about the other guests. No, no. But Freddie was just at another level, another level of cool, another level of interesting. I mean, the passions and projects that that guy works on. I mean, some of the stories he told us and the connections that we have to him are just fascinating. And I couldn't believe the two coincidences that took place on this episode, okay? Number one, how he said out of nowhere that he's a Raiders fan. Mm-hmm. That was uh, that blew my mind. Yeah. Number two, a week prior to having Freddie on the show, maybe two weeks prior, we had the voice of Ro- Roger Rabbit join us. And Roger Rabbit has been one of my favorite movies my whole life. It's been the background on my phone for like two and a half, three years. We somehow booked the voice of Roger Rabbit to join us. And it turns out that that's Freddie Prince Jr.'s uncle, and he lived with him for a year or two mm-hmm. after his father passed. Amazing. Unbelievable coincidence. And I I assure you guys, that's not how the connection came about. No, and the crazy part is not only is there that connection, but there's an unbelievably funny story to go along with that connection that Freddie tells. So Yeah, and Benny, you'll have to play that clip if you can. Cut to... Legit, 15 years later, I'm turning 30 years old. I have my own sitcom on ABC. Um, life is good. We win our time slot as long as American Idol's not on. Everything's like life is groovy. And I get to hire a recurring character who's going to be the chef that mentored me. And I get to hire Charles Fleischer. Wow. So he comes on the show. He does like three episodes. And we're always just catching up. And I would go to the club and watch him perform that night. And on the last episode, he comes up to me. And he's got this giant drawing like clipboard. And he goes, uh, Freddie, I, I gotta, I gotta ask you something. And I go, okay, what? He goes, 
So everybody that I worked with who had a, a big impact on me, I, I always asked them to draw to draw a picture in his book. And here I'm like, oh man, he's gonna ask me to draw a picture in his, in his book. So I'm like expecting to do this. I go, yeah, man, no problem. He goes, oh, he goes, no, 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 it's not, it's not for you. <laughs> and he goes, uh, he goes, and he goes, no, no, he goes, it's full. He goes, uh, but your father drew me a picture, and I want you to have it. Oh, that's and so that's now, special. like, the waterworks are already like my yeah. eyes well up right yeah, away because yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't dealt with him when I became a father myself. Is when I stopped like getting emotional about my dad and I could just speak very freely mm. about his faults and his qualities. Mm. Um, and it just naturally happened. It wasn't anything I did through therapy or forcing or alcohol or anything like that. It just happened. Yeah. So my eyes are totally welled up, and I'm real emotional. And he goes, uh, he gave me this. It's always meant a lot to me, but it's important to me that you have it now. Mm-hmm. And he turns it around, and I see this picture that my father drew. Well, I always heard was a really good artist, but I've never seen anything he drew before. And uh, it's a picture of an erect dick <laughs> that's about four feet tall. <laughs> with a little Jewish guy's afro poking out on both sides and his hands are wrapped around it. So it looks like if Charles Fleischer was holding like a California redwood and his hair is sticking out on the sides, right? And he's got the little hairy balls on the bottom. And it says, Dear Charlie, stay hard. Love, Ray Prince. I'm trying, you gotta understand, I'm on the verge of tears, right? Like I'm and about that's to your reward, see But that. then... <laughs> and Charles presents it to me not as a joke. Like, he's not looking for a... This meant a lot to him. Yeah. But now all I'm seeing is, is a giant penis in my face. And I'm like... <laughs> and my dad drew it. So oh basically, my, my dad's dick in my face. And oh I'm trying not God. to cry, and I'm trying not to laugh. And so all I can do is be like, Charlie, thank you, man. I give him this big hug, but I have it framed. It's in my attic, and it's on the wall. And it sits there, and I, I look at it all the time, man. I just... I can't get enough of it. I love that you had Charlie on the show. We could easily do a series of episodes with Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, absolutely. One episode, we could cover sports. Next episode, WWE. Next episode, uh, relationships and dating. Next episode, Hollywood. It'd be great, man. I mean, he does do his own podcast also. Yeah. So. No, of course. He did us a major favor. And I, when we left that episode, and he had admitted this to me afterwards, he would have stayed on and talked for another 30, 40 minutes. Oh, yeah. He enjoyed it that much. Well, that's the funny thing about most of our guests. We bring them on. We ask for about five to ten minutes. Before you know it, they've talked almost an hour, and the only reason they're stopping is because we let them go. Exactly. I I never like to inconvenience anybody, and I always appreciate a favor like that, Benny. I know you do, too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Freddie Prince is all-time, man, so that was unbelievable to have him on. Now, double zero on this list. And this is the number that matters the most. All the new subscribers, listeners, and followers on Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, Twitter, Facebook. Thank you, guys. That's the most meaningful thing about 2018. We do it for the VIP listeners. We don't do it for the listen numbers. No. It's for the listeners, the people who do rely on this show for a couple hours, an hour, a half hour, 15 minutes of weekly entertainment. Yeah. That's why we like to deliver this. I'm glad we could bring that to them. I know I'm always entertained by what we're talking about. And, you know, from what I hear, so are a lot of other people. Yep. And especially people that are 
in this industry and people who have been a part of this industry in one way or another. They're always complimentary. Absolutely. And the thing is, we don't necessarily stick to one lane. Our one lane is a very broad lane. We'd like to talk a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and I think people appreciate that. We're multiversal. We're multiversatile. Yeah, we're, we're multifaceted. We're very versatile. And the thing is that when people do give us a chance, they usually stick with us. Yeah. Because this show is a laid-back show. It's a chill show that covers a lot of different subjects. Mm-hmm. Now, Benny Q, my favorite song, that inspirational but somewhat sad song, that New Year's song that we all know. May all acquaint. <laughs> and Benny, good luck at, at the Mummers Parade. Oh, yeah. Thank you, man. Hope everyone can come down. See me at Riverfront Mummers. I'll be there all night and all day. It's going to be an exciting day. We hope the weather holds up. Last year it was freezing cold. And this year, you know, who knows what we're going to get, but we just hope for the best. I'm hoping for a nice day. I mean, Mummer's Day is always a nice day to me, but when the weather cooperates, when it's just sitting in the 30s or 40s with no wind, oh, are those days glorious. No question about it. So, VIP listeners, we are on to 2019. I love you guys. Hope you guys had a great Christmas and are ready to have a beautiful New Year's. Enjoy. You are now off the mark. <laughs>